Well, we had, I, sorry, I had salad for lunch and then for dinner we had roasted vegetables. It was really just warm salad. But you could literally just let yourself go now. You're married. You're married. Vegetables are what food eats. Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> just like totally let yourself go and just be a big fat dynamo. Yeah. I couldn't do that to myself. But you want to. I want to. You, <laughs> hey, you passed the pair, man. It's over. You guys got a union now. You're immortal. You've seen me at a Chinese food buffet. You know what it's like. I, I did, it, but I, I felt like you still didn't let yourself go. Oh, no. I, I, I had held back a little bit because I didn't... It wasn't my favorite Chinese food. It was definitely not good Chinese food. Uh, we've had some fun with this. Welcome to the Unreasonable Grounds podcast. This is episode 27. This is going to be the Depot episode part two. This is going to be the Troop Life episode because part one worked out so well. And we've got such great feedback when it came to the uh, the podcast and how we laid it out and the stories that were shared. I'm just choked that it beat my coffee episode. Is that Mike or Darth Vader in the corner there? Exactly. <laughs> so it, it went really well. Okay, There were some good, uh, good words said about it. And I didn't get in trouble, which means the rest of you didn't get in trouble, uh, which is really good. Still employed. And still employed. And I thought that was going to be the one that was either going to get us fired or promoted. And in this particular case, it didn't get either. So I'm good with that too. It's right down the middle. So yeah, guys, welcome back to episode 27. Eric is touching his mustache. Why Eric, are you growing that? It's an attempt. Why well, I know that, is. but I'm just yeah. <laughs> ding ding ding. <laughs> you immediately touched your mustache. Is it like a nervous thing now? Like oh, I hear if you touch them more often, they grow better. You think so? Blood flow. <laughs> so I need to. Is that what they say about the high school kids? <laughs> but it's going to be such a nice mustache, though. When it comes in, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, it's the same thing. It's not like super thick. Like, it's not like you gotta, it's not like Shay. It's not Shay who has like this, the entire upper lip from like I the wish creases I mustache. to the actual lip is com- just hair. It's like he has to stop it from growing. He does. Yeah. But I mean, I like it. I think it's going to suit you. Like it is always going to, you're going to touch it. Too. I shaved today. The rest of my face is shaved, freshly shaved as of today. Do you get a five o'clock shadow or no? Is, no. So it's like a shadow, but two days, three days later. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I shave on our first day shift our swing shift and our last night shift i shaved the first of the month <laughs> first of the month yeah. you're awfully fair skin so you know it's yeah. it, that's acceptable it's okay that'll just put you in line with jeremy because jeremy has the same thing fair skin can barely grow anything that doesn't look like pubic hair on his face <laughs> so you have a much nicer mustache and when it comes in it is going to look actually i thought very first thing seeing your mustache eric and these are all compliments my friend well I wanna, all compliments i want to point out that you guys have been far kinder to it this year than you were in 2020. I wasn't there. I know. That w- I wasn't there for it. Did you it guys was, do Movember? No, I did. And it was brutal. Oh, I, 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 oh, I got all the... Uh, and to be fair, it was a horrendous mustache and looked incredibly creepy. So I, I don't blame them. And I shaved it for Remembrance Day thinking, oh, I can't wear this Remembrance Day. It is, it's too bad. And then I realized I was wearing a mask for Remembrance Day because it was 2020. <laughs> you wore a mask for Remembrance Day? Like outside? Yeah, they asked us to wear masks. Okay, yeah. I'm not gonna get. Well, ca- we're not gonna get canceled. To, we're not gonna get canceled. It's not gonna to be, happen. To be fair, to be fair, there was like a 99 year old, couple 99 year old veterans like hanging out there. Oh yeah, then that's the last yeah, thing I, I want to do is get them sick with anything. I get it. Totally get it. Uh, but I do think we might get you some. What is it? The beard Beer for oil. men. The just what? for men. Yeah, just for men. We're gonna get yeah. some of that. We're just gonna tint that thing and just darken it. Shea just has a little. Bit. You can probably brow shades. Does oh. he use that in his eyebrows or? 
No, we oh, gotta, we dude, gotta, he's got to be here. He has to be yeah, over. I know. Oh, we got to cut that. That's out. Not fair. No, yeah, we'll keep it in. That's no, fine. no, no. For our good, I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad. I'm gonna wake up. There's gonna be a big poop in my duty bag. Oh, it's all good. All right. So our usual, our usual routine, and this is our uh, unreasonable grounds podcast tradition, is that uh, I've cracked out some Ziplocs, and we have to break donut today. So we're gonna break donut with two things. Uh, the very first thing is the ridiculousness that we have before us. Guys, before you, you have a container with three different donuts. Uh, don't even think about putting that in your mouth yet. So before you, there you go. Thank you for the sound effects. Uh, before you, you have Tim Hortons. Da, 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 da. Tim Beebs. Tim, Tim Beebs. Like, Tim Beebs. Who's got the best sound for it? Like, let's, hear, let's hear your best. Tim Beebs. Tim Beebs. I don't know. Are you pooping? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> All right. Tim Beams. Wow, you went singing too. Okay. And, that was uh, almost kind of Michael Jackson-y. Yeah, was had a little Hee-hee-beams. Now we're totally going to get sued. You don't want to get sued by Michael Jackson's people. No, we're done. I don't, okay. don't want to get He's sued. Gone. His estate. His estate. I know, but there's like Jackson 5, man. All the rest of them are alive oh. still, aren't they? Tito's still alive. Isn't Tito Janet. One? Janet. Yep. Yeah, but again, we've got all the donuts. We got the Tim Beebs. This is the June 2022. They decided to bring the Tim Beebs back, and they decided to bring with like Bieber crack fuel, which was the Tim Beebs. Uh, it's like a vanilla ice cap, right? Tim Beebs brew. They called it Tim Beebs brew. So they decided, ah, you know what? Let's just bring back these ridiculous things. So uh, before you, we're gonna try a couple of the uh, the Tim Beebs, and I'm gonna give you the the flavors here in a second, and we will kind of know which ones they are. Are we gonna do them in order? Or like... I think you should. Under my nose, <laughs> totally different. All right. <laughs> Okay, so the very first one we're going to get into, and uh, I had one earlier, and then I got screwed out of my Tim Beebs. Say Ramrod. Well, here's the deal. I asked these guys guys for four of each to be able to get this done. I wanted four of each flavor, and there's only three flavors right now, okay? That sounds probably very confusing. How how hard is that? I said, you have three flavors. I need four of each, and the guy's like, they only come in boxes of 10. I'm like, okay, are we going to really, like, just give me two... Two boxes of 10. He's like, can I give it to you in a box of 20? I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Yes, you can give it to me in the box of 20. Just put them in there. And he's like, well, which ones do you want? I'm like, oh God. Okay, I'm doing something. I need everybody to have one of each. And he's like, well, how many of them, how many of you are there? I said, okay, four people, three Tim Tim Beebs flavors. I need, and I was like, just put them in a box. (laughs) I just, I gave up. I was like, just put them in a box. And he's like, do you want two 10 boxes or what? I was like, can I go home? My brain hurts. So I looked inside the box and I realized I had one Well, before I left without looking inside the box to see if I had enough of each. Yeah, there wasn't enough of each. So uh, before you have a whole bunch, there's three different flavors and here they are. They're going to be the new birthday cake waffle. I don't know why it's a waffle. But that's going to be the one without the chocolate like chip on it. Syrup on it. Okay. Yeah, you've got the, and they're like forty nine cents each, which is ridiculous for a Timbit. For yeah. a Timbit, forty nine cents. Then you have the sour cream chocolate chip, which is the one basically Wes, you. I think you got one or Eric got one. I got one here. Yeah, but it doesn't have any chocolate it's chips got, on it. It's got two, and Chocol- one fell off. Yeah, they all just fall off. Yeah. So total waste right there. Not. Chocolate white fudge. I'm not excited about that one. You're not excited about that nope. one? It, uh, and here, hmm, 
This Mark, looks like the coronavirus. It does. It looks like yeah. Oh, yeah, the they, picture, the, the, yeah. It looks like Corona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, well done. So let's uh, let's do it, the guys. It's episode twenty-seven. This is going to be part two of the uh, the depot series. It's going to be the troop. Let's do this the right way. Let's get a uh, let's get cake this one down. First, or yeah, well, let's get that one out. You want to get birthday cake? Well, oh, right, just the one I grabbed. Cake. All right, birthday cake down. Let's do it. Okay. Cheers, cheers, boys. Cheers. Hmm. I tasted it even before it went in my mouth. How's that possible? Is it just the, the smell? Awful. It's a Timbit. I got like berry tones, like there's like berry bits in there, but I think that's the birthday cake bits, maybe. Like maybe that's something the fruity. Part of it. Did Fruit you guys get the, the fruity bit, fruitiness? Yeah. No, I got I got that. It's kind of like a almost almost raspberry y, but not. Oh wait, there's something. Really. There's there's something. Oh, there's an aftertaste. That's what we call chemicals. No, it's like a flavor. I yeah, that's called it, red. I washed it down with the Red Bull. So it's it. I think it's like a syrup. It's syrupy. Okay, so we got through the first one that had the ridiculously chemical taste to it. But I will say it is much better than the McDonald's uh, mini donuts. Yes. Like, that's better than the Keith Richards donut. By far. By far. So let's uh, let's move on to Even the next like one. Let's sand get Sand out of a litter box is better than that, though. <laughs> it was pretty bad. All right, the chocolate one. Let's go chocolate. with the, the chocolate. The Corona one. Oh, I got to get a chocolate one that actually has some yeah. stuff still left on it. I was going like, to say, mine's been like shaved. Like this one? This oh, yeah, you can one? see you got a great example of that. Mine's pretty good. All right. We got, I got, we got a like, couple of messages. People a couple like, of nickel rocks yeah, on a, there, but a that's good about specimen. it, right? Like, <laughs> are we eating this now? Yes. Yep. I don't taste the crack. To be honest, I don't really taste the chocolate, which for me is good because I'm not a big chocolate guy. But It literally doesn't taste any different than the no. like normal chocolate Timbits that they have. They all taste exactly the same. That tasted like, remember last time when we did the coffee challenge and we were like, this is just water. Yeah. This is water. This doesn't taste like anything. That didn't taste like anything to me. No. That didn't even taste like a chocolate Timbit that I normally would really like. No. Just tastes like 80 calories. God, this is like this. Ah. This is like My this. second second your chocolate chip fell off yeah my, well, it's, uh, better my two, than, it's better than west we didn't two get chocolate any chips, the other one fell off the last timbit <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's totally an exhibit eh? like in the second you, you take it out you're like i now have crack in a container that's basically what that is yeah can we just like okay i think i have oh i do have one left what but, what are these things make sure to put the crumbles. fentanyl sticker that's crumble on. fudge crumbles it's of, like uh, crumbles of what though i don't know it's crack i'm telling you it's crack this is really soft crack it's really old crack perhaps like all right so are we on yogurt? number three now? yeah we're like gonna go number three let's uh let's... sour cream with i actually got some chocolate it's hard chips sour cream. you look at yours well, that's oh here one. wait 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 wait, wait. I yeah get that's a photo of that one. that's how it's supposed to look this is what mine is now it's naked of all it's actually impressive too nice all right let's do it number three yours got lasered mm. yeah i'm so mad i'm so mad <laughs> when i have like... garbage donuts but that's why i did this because for the reaction right look that's just a sour cream glaze mm. yeah, all it is. the only one that was kind of unique was the first one <laughs> i cracked those out no <laughs> no see i like the no. sour cream glazed donuts you can only have an only so can, that was my favorite out of the beaver bits the sour cream one yeah because i like the sour cream glazed donuts, donuts. yeah yeah and all right here we go like, i think if they like i had the most chocolate chips by far so mm -hmm. i actually tasted a little bit of chocolate and honestly i would like to have doubled it because then it oh. would have been an actually different taste right like a collision of two flavors yeah like mm. chocolate on a sour cream glazed donut would probably be good so here's yeah. my my question were would these timbits normally be worth the extra two dimes that you would have fished out in between your seat and your car no hell no because I think it's like 29 cents a, a Timbit or whatever it is. So these were 49 cents a Timbit. Like hey, he's got to pay for his bag tattoos somehow. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Eric's listening. Are you listening? Was that your phone? It went... <laughs> Sorry, I just need to keep it loud. 
All right, so we're getting into this part two. This is the time we get to talk about Depo again. And like I said before, a lot of people liked that last episode, so let's get into it. Uh, introductions. So this is all going to be about troop life, this episode. Uh, this is the biggest thing about Depo I found that was the most important part of the experience while you're there, was, was the troop life and getting into that. And for individuals that are out there right now, this is the biggest question they keep sending me. It was about, you know, what were the jobs? What jobs should I get? What should I, jobs, you know, should I get into? What should I do on weekends what should I do at nighttime uh how do you do with pit partners how do you do with this situation the job is police officer well i know right <laughs> you're just like yeah you want to be a cop you want to be a police officer. six months yeah. but we're going to start off with the in- introductions on how everybody really got into getting to know their troop mates your guys experiences with that i'm just kind of curious like when you were there wes started off with your troop mates like the very first time you got to meet them obviously we talked in the last episode about like the first time like the very first day but like the first couple of days dealing with that how was it for you well it was me and two other guys from guys from saskatchewan i think we got actually started there on like this the saturday we got there so we kind of like the day to ourselves and everyone else got there on the sunday that's when other flights got in because we just drove yeah i don't really honestly remember it was just kind of like hi hi like you just where are you where are you from what's your story what did you a lot of us like what did you do before you joined right like i was a mechanic i was a teacher i was in broadcasting i was in like it was need to see all the different walks of life as we kind of got to know each other and like you i was in c block right so just a big long hall so i mean zero privacy so yeah it was just kind of b, wearing, b block b block come on yeah man. We sorry were b block sorry b block um <laughs> <laughs> Your B block. This is a whole lot of naked. Yeah, oh, way too much nakedness. Um, but yeah, it was just yeah, uh, uh, and of course, just like anytime you meet new people, everyone's kind of feeling everybody out, right? So no one is really out with like who they exactly are yet. So I think it was pretty. Yeah, it's just kind of quiet. I think really, it was just kind of mix of fear, mix of being really tired, and a mix of just like, oh my god, this is really happening. Yeah, there was not like a lot of talking going on yet i felt like it was just really trying to feel out everything it's your like pure dominance you're just trying to see like you're just eyeballing people up to be like who's gonna be this guy it's like i'm i don't know if i really want to be associated with that guy i don't know if i like you just yet it's like prison you just have to beat the toughest guy there Big, the toughest guy in the yard yeah, like who am i gonna shank in the shower <laughs> yeah exactly but like every troop has that giant like big guy and you're like oh my god we it's had like, a guy I, who was too big for his issue shirts and on our first day how could you be too big for he could like he couldn't fit his arms to the long sleeve shirt so he was wearing short sleeves in november and sergeant major comes up when you're on our, our first day like talking to sergeant major in the classroom at drill hall and says why are you wearing short sleeves he looks at Sergeant, I mean, this guy's like six foot six, just huge, just just built, just he's gigantic. A, he's a fridge on legs. He's a it's fridge on legs, yeah. Yep. And he says, it's because I'm huge, Sergeant Major. Because <laughs> I'm so swole, Sergeant Major. <laughs> At which point, carry on. <laughs> and they made arrangements to get him specially made shirts. Wow. Really? They had to put an extra piece of like cloth in the sleeves to accommodate his biceps. But I guess because you were in different dorms, Eric. I mean, that's a, we good, were in, that's a good segue into yours. I mean, like you guys were in the other type of dorms. We were in the Fort Dufferin. Okay. So the, it, it, when I was there, it was the only one that had Wi-Fi at the time. So our, and the Wi-Fi room happened to be on our floor. So we had really good Wi-Fi for my troop, at least in the middle. And I was like two doors down from the Wi-Fi. So I had really good Wi-Fi. I had Netflix. It was great. So I imagine there was a whole lot of socializing going on. <laughs> um, there was actually. Um <laughs> 
you know, not so much in the evenings. Everyone kind of settled down to their studying. You don't, you still don't really have the time as much. But for me, I study best when I have something on in the background. So I'd always have Netflix running in the background or a show. But um, you know, there was still a lot of social. There was like inert OC uh, fights, as as I'm sure every troop has. No, we followed the rules on that yeah, one. No. Yeah, we didn't want to get kicked out because oh, like no they would one, test no, us. No one told us anything about inert OC fights. That wasn't included in the things you can't do. <laughs> so that 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 happened. Yeah. So how did you get common sense? Like. How did you get like the inert spray back into? I don't even know why they made us carry that around. I always kind of wondered about that. The, the, the inert OC. Yeah, we well, never if you forget to listerine. You got some like coffee stankies. You just give yourself a little squirt of that. <laughs> well, yeah, juice like and you're chicken. I don't really remember how that all happened, but we, we went through a lot of OC. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like somebody I know. Uh, um, but we did that. But no, it was, a, it was good times. Every weekend, we'd all get together and mop the floors and play Adele in the loudest possible music setting. It was great. Adele. Adele. That was that was the song then. Was that the, was that was that your depot song? Was that it's like the me. song they were playing like crazy all the time? Uh, only when you're mopping. Okay, we had uh, Avril Lavigne. Yeah, that came uh, out. yeah, she was still in elementary school when I was in depot. So Adele was. Yeah, I oh. was. Hey. But yeah, we had Avril, Avril Lavigne, uh, Want to Be Your Girlfriend, or whatever that song was. And that was like the song. Oh, and then that was that was 07. And then in 08, it was Taylor Swift. T-Swift. T-Swift, uh, Swifty, Tay-Tay. And uh, probably some Nickelback. Teardrops too. on my guitar. Oh, dude. We, it, see, there you knew it. We uh, we knew Nickelback was all over the place. Yeah. Dude, it's Saskatchewan. They yeah. love Nickelback. ACDC there. Nickelback. Okay, fair. I didn't know, Mikey. I, I saw there. the photograph. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love <laughs> Nickelback. I got no problem with them. You know, all the Nickelback haters throw it. I don't oh, care. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I'm a big fan of Chad Kroger, but definitely Nickelback itself. But no, that's interesting. because catchy. It, see, you guys would have had that experience. You guys would have had the closed doors. So you would have had your curtain, right? Curtain. So yeah. you, could, you could just completely shut out your troop mates if you really wanted to yeah. for brief periods of time or whatever it is. I remember, I'm not sure if you had the same rule where it was if you're changing... You know, that if you were naked at any point mm. of time, you're changing, you had to close it, like, by choice, I guess. You probably could do it without doing it. Or uh, if you weren't changing, you had to open. It had to be open. So for us, it was, you could have it closed when you're in there, but no one else besides you can be behind the curtain. Wow, you were allowed to have it open. So we could have it open when we were in there, um, or, or, or shut. Yeah, wow. um, or shut, yeah. Really, I'd only time I'd ever really shut it was near the end of the night where I'm kind of getting ready for bed, and I, I'm really trying to study so i can cut myself off from everybody hmm. like i have my headphones on curtain closed and i'm reading or studying or doing whatever occasionally things would fly over the top and whack me in the head like balls of socks or whatever but <laughs> the, the socks that were supposed to be rolled up and put inside your drawer yeah people would throw them yeah or uh, various things across man you guys that was like a free-for-all in your your it sounds like in yours oh you had to they got inspected quite regularly so we cleaned up very oh. regularly but we didn't really have guys coming in while we were in there very rarely unless someone really messed up okay like yeah i'm not gonna get into that on this podcast no. <laughs> like Jim Belushi style. No, that's okay because it's such a stark difference between what uh wes and i would have dealt with because i would have had the trailers first off so we had the very mm. first version of the the sheet trailers, curtain yeah. whatever it was and being able to have that experience but like after that in b block where it was like wide open yeah you know i could see you know the my buddy down at the far end you know getting changed here's your snoreboard yeah That's exactly it's like you know some guys cuddling up <laughs> you always had the guy the guy beside me would always sleep uh it's either he was naked i could never tell he was completely naked but he would always uh sleep without a shirt on and he was a hairy 
hairy little PEI <laughs> Islander. And uh, it was just one of those things where you're like, oh, God, he's so close. And you like literally feel them beside you. But I mean, uh, having that, like being able to get into that and start socializing, socializing with people is the biggest thing. Like the first couple of days. Yeah. Uh, it's being able to, you know, meet people. And the biggest thing for me was names. I'm like, I got to learn everybody's name. We have to work as a troop because you're all lined up on that very first day out in your civvies and you're all meeting each other. But I, I feel like it's something that's so rushed over that people really get stressed out about it in the beginning. But then like within a day, it's gone. Like everybody knows each other's last names because you all got stupid shirts on that have our name on them. Yeah. And, and the name tag, if I got to go over and ask you a question, which I wasn't doing anyways... You know, it'd be like, uh, Wazlowski, hey, hey, you, you, can I use your iron for a second? Your heat gun? Yeah, your heat I didn't get name tags until I got to my post. You didn't get name tags? No one in our troop did. Well, I, I didn't get a badge. Yeah, so. Like, we got... You're gonna get a badge? I think I got a tea badge. They ran out of badges. Oh, my god! You guys didn't have that experience? No. Ran out of badges? Yeah, I had a tea badge. I had a tea badge for the first, like, eight months. <laughs> Really? So when they gave me a badge, I did. It was not the badge that I have now. It was a T badge. It had T and then a temporary. It was like zero nine eight one, I think it was, or something oh like that. My. And it was, hey, we ran out of badges. We didn't foresee <laughs> us needing a couple thousand badges. So there you go. So I went to my my like, post. Sorry, Mikey. We didn't think you were going to graduate. <laughs> yeah, yeah was, we didn't Thompson. know where to run. Yeah, yeah nobody. Have, no. Yeah, nobody got the them. system. <laughs> like here's you your slip through. Does it have a sharpie? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be getting this back let's put a tracker on it in case yeah. he tries to keep it but to build on what you said like the difference between being in you know you were and then where you and i were in b block and that cohesiveness and that you are forced to get along you know we were forced to introduce ourselves to each other you saw each other for those first few hours those first few days you know we were all in that together Together. We all felt the same way at the same moments together. Whereas, you know, there were some people that were staying uh, in C block um, from different troops and, you know, double rumors and through the grapevine, you hear like, well, you know, this troop has had quite a few issues. There's a lot of clicks. There's a lot of issues because they're, you know, they're divided. You know, you have those four guys or girls that are, you know, here, there and everywhere. And there is that cohesiveness. Whereas I felt with our troop, we were absolutely just forced to get along. And like, and that led to having very little drama. Like we actually all got along good. You gelled. Yeah. Like you gelled we well. did. I mean, there was like hiccups here and there and everywhere, but as far as like, there was never any serious blowouts or anything. And I think then I credit that to us all just really being together and seeing each other all the time. That Our makes... troop was not like that. Same, same. <laughs> My troop had uh, a mutiny um, where we, changed our right marker but with our with our troop we had you know a, a couple clicks right um but all those clicks got together except for like two people at the top because they are the ones who volunteered for those roles at the very beginning and no one said anything and we turned it turned out they weren't the people best suited for those roles and that's kind of like how a detachment runs down though too yeah <laughs> so it was, it was it was good practice for real life um, yeah. It's like normal human beings that just don't like authority. <laughs> exactly. You're like, you know what? I don't like the way you talked to me earlier. Yeah, you were voted off the island. Yeah. So there was that. But for the most part, like, I still talk to a couple of my troop mates pretty regularly. And, you know, we have good relationships with, I think, 90% of my troop. Um, my pit partner is probably one of my best friends from Depot or is my best friend from Depot and still a very, very good friend of mine now. And 
came to my wedding and all that kind of, I went to his, all that kind of stuff, right? So you do form really close relationships. It's just picking who you choose to form those relationships, it's just like anything, really. But I can only say good things about 99% of the people from my troop, really. Nice. But um, but sometimes that you're, you're forced into that relationship. And that's actually an, an excellent yeah. way to look at and, and go into the pit partners, that whole deal. So uh, for anybody getting into depot uh, or ones going and, and looking at it, your, your pit partner is going to be a person. It used to be in B block because obviously Wes and I, you were both and I uh, were in B block. It was to be the person that was sharing your pit with you. And your pit was a series of two beds. If you go into the museum now, you can see how B block <laughs> was put together. And you would go in, you'd see two beds and an empty space in between them. And that was your desks. It was two drawers. It was two closets. It was just a, a, supposed to be a mirror image of one another. And that was the person that you were going to be with the entire six months. It was just, you're going to wake up because you're going to roll left and the other person's going to roll right. And you're going to be like, damn. And for me, it was my pit partner, Brad Wheeler. And it was like, we'd roll over and we were both about the same age. We we're in our early twenties and we were just like, ugh. <laughs> so we'll roll over and look at one another and be like, God, that's another day. Okay. All right, let's do this wheels. Let's go kind of deal. And you just have to deal with them. Uh, but for yourself, that experience, Eric, like you're over in the forts. Like yeah. I, I have no idea what that would even be like. Like even trailers was totally different. So it was like, you're responsible for your pit partner. Your pit partner is responsible for you. Um, and you kind of just form that. That is your person at depot for the most part, kind of what it turned into. That person was responsible for you? Yeah. You, I don't remember you, you that have to at look, all. Yeah, I no, I've never told that. Yeah, you have to you know, look <laughs> after like... your pit partner. Your pit partner looks after you kind of thing, right? Um, so like in the morning, like you check your shit, you check your pit partner shit and everyone's like, hey, good, good. Okay, let's go. And then out, out you go. So. Oh, we used to have the guy that used to stand at the doorway. You'd imagine even Mike, he's like, there'd be 30 people lined up at a doorway and then you'd have the one guy who'd be like in charge of looking you over. Oh, that was me. That was my job. Dressing oh, yeah, we're going to talk about jobs yeah. here in a little bit. Oh, okay. So like we used to have that guy and be like, okay. And then he'd be a, like, he'd be an ass. Like it'd be one of the things you're like, God, all right, I'll go back and do this or I'll do that. Or like, oh, your shirt's not like, dude, I know I'm tired. I don't know what you want from me kind of thing. But like going through that, but. That's interesting that you guys were were told that you're responsible for one another. I feel like that's what they said. It was a long time ago. Oh, no, that's a good. I, I feel like that's what it was. And, you know, we, we did. Yeah. It's just like elementary school when you go on a field trip. Make sure it's you your, your buddy. We, that's, I think, that's exactly. Rope. Yeah. <laughs> I think to steal a, a line from South Park, we called our each other our accountability buddies. I have my responsibles. <laughs> when I get up today, I got my responsibles. Anybody, trailer park boys? There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's a, but I mean that relationship. I mean, I don't know with your partner, Mike. It's like, how did you deal with that? So my pit partner was a Ray Marker, so it was great, and he was early. Th- 30s i want to say mid late 30s he'd been a grain buyer for pioneer grain before and just just a solid guy he was um auxiliary before so it was like oh you did like please like things so you're a marker and he was great honestly and he's a sergeant now back in saskatchewan and um yeah so every morning and that, i'm like 20 so i'm like every morning i get up i'm like brian you're like what <laughs> what are you wearing today he's like we're wearing this and this and this okay Brian, what? Look at me. Is it look okay? Yeah, you look fine. It's like every morning, I'd like, like give me one over because I was just, <laughs> I was just a mess half the time. I'm like, Brian, what? Does it, does the strap go like this way or that way? Because he was just, he's, he's an attention to detail kind of guy, and I'm not. <laughs> so I'd be like, Brian, what, Michael? I'm like, 
like this is the lanyard go on this side you know, it's like yeah because you're now an officer yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah anyway yeah no he was great he was great um i mean obviously you're in that little tiny space and yeah you, you get really used to seeing your pit partner in their ditch a lot and yeah it's <laughs> it, like you became really comfortable living sharing your little tiny square for six months but yeah he was awesome and it was nice sharing that little space with him yeah and another part of it for for you eric what was like the best job and the worst job when it came to the troop best job <clears throat> probably mailman you do it on your own time everybody loves you because you bring them care packages and very low stress i think here's your cake with a file in it yeah basically yeah <laughs> I forgot about the mail guy. Mail guy. Yeah, me too. Everyone liked the mail guy. Mail person. Person. Mail person. No, it was mail guy back then. So, yeah, there was that. I was the drill-dressed portman guy, and I was also the regimental dinner committee myself. Me, myself, and I. There was a reg dinner committee? That was me. I was a committee. Oh, it's one. Oh. It's a one-man committee. You are the reg dinner then. I don't think you can call yourself a committee if it's one person. There's supposed to be a committee, but there wasn't enough people. There's some attrition. That suits your prick. God, right? Like, this suits Eric. God, I got feed him again. Are, are you starting to sense a trend? Uh, I've got a trend going in my brain. It's just like a... How many people you kick out of uh, committees, Eric, while you were there? Kick out of committees? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Because <laughs> I was the committee. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be weird if I kicked myself out. Oh, that's tr- okay. You're fired. Very democratic, no, Fair okay. enough. <laughs> yeah. All in favor? Exactly. Well, guess what we're, guess what we're doing. Yeah, guess what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. And then basically all I did for the drill dress stuff, it was really just a fancy name for guy who's in charge of telling people what to wear for the day. Again, <laughs> you told them. Yes. <laughs> all right. Today we're wearing this, but I tried to be very democratic about it. Like, hey, how are you guys feeling? It's this cold outside today. What, we want to do parkas today? Or are we doing fur hats? What do you guys think? And most people said, oh, it's fur hat day. I'm like, it's fur hats today. And then one day they voted like, no, we don't want to wear our stupid fur hats today. We want to wear our forge caps. And we get out there and Drill yells at us. And I was like, I told you. Because it was at below negative 12. Ooh, there was votes? I don't remember. I let, voting. I, that was my personal touch on that. The See, committee is weak. That, I would say that was the only time there was actually some conflict in our troop as we had. was What effing wear that day because the long hallway that is b block the guy that was our dress department was way on the one end so we all be dressed tomorrow and you'd be like hats 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 yeah hats hats forge caps okay yeah yeah no dukes no um and then we go way down there like, what are we wearing forge caps or rat hats rat hats okay flaps up flaps down flaps down flaps down fuck you flaps up i'm, I'm gold <laughs> i got a frostman it'll go on and we're like and find every marker i'd step in we're like rat hats flats up Okay, and then that was it. It was because you all look like a bunch of idiots with the flaps down. What is so this? What is this? Fargo. I found just writing it on the board cut down a lot of argument. Yeah, we didn't have a board. Yeah, no, but we... then they just hate you for putting it on the board. Yeah, I'd do it the day before so they know. And hide the markers. I uh, no, but ev- have you seen my writing? If anyone changes it, they know it's been changed. Yeah, seen... They knew it wasn't me. I've seen your writing. So we we had our our. our female troop members were down in the basement they were in basement of b block so it was like you had to call them up so i guess i think i told you guys a story before so you call up and oh yeah so basement of b block was all the female uh barracks and so we'd end up calling them up and we'd be like hey listen uh can i talk to for us it was like nicole taryn and uh the different names and that and we'd be like okay hey listen um we're doing flaps up parkas because it's minus 50 outside today and yeah that that's it and then you'd get the answer it's like nope 
flaps down. <laughs> and we're like, oh, come on. Like, are you kidding me? Flaps down. And like, I'm cold. And it's, you just had to deal with it. We just, yeah. we dealt with it. We hung up the phone. We, we griped and complained. And we're like, we look like a bunch of idiots. And but in, in the grand scheme of things, you're like, this doesn't matter. Like, you know what I mean? You're standing there and whatever. It's just, you, you know, Drill would make fun of you. They'd make fun of us all oh, the yeah. entire time. Be like, oh, baby's got your flaps down. Hey, can't take a little bit of cold weather. What are you going to do out in the field when you have blinders on? Like, like a ta- real tactical. That's what yeah. one of our Drill's uh, officers used to come by and be like, real tactical, guys. Like, thanks. I appreciate it. But yeah, I mean, what was your job, Mike? A scribe. Oh, scribe. Yeah. 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 Um, I remember looking at the list and I was like... That looks really easy. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, there's the date and an inspirational quote. So I would go into the internet cafe because we didn't have <laughs> the Wi-Fi, smart smartphones or Wi-Fi back then. So we go into like the, where the standalone computers were and the APS zone. Yeah, yeah. and then I. Uh, or, <laughs> oh, I have dude. the phone, <laughs> mom, mom. <laughs> Or go to the library, because the library had some computers in there, too. That's right, yeah. And I remember they made us do a whole day in the library, and they're like, this is where you'll find all the stuff you need for case law and criminal code. Meanwhile, I'm sitting in my pit going, I can access this all from my computer and not have to come to this building. So this entire day was a waste. <laughs> well, how did you get 30 people into that library? Like, his, yeah, it, it was, was so small. Squishy. Like, upstairs? Like, you yeah. might have been able to squeeze maybe, I think, 10 people in the around, because the middle had, like, the classrooms, had the tiny little workrooms that you could work in as a... If you had a small, like, five, six-person group. But, like, talk about claustrophobic in a building that used to be the tannery. It used to be the leather workshop. Like, they they switched it in. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. This smells rustic, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It did actually smell pretty rustic. It had the the best washrooms. Yeah, it did. It had the best ramp, so you didn't have to walk up any stairs. If your feet were killing, your shins are killing you. It was quiet, actually. It was quiet. I enjoyed the library. I like the library I grew up top. Yeah. Like, in in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's where, that was my favorite place to go to. Like it was yeah. it was the go to place because nobody was ever in there. And let's say you had to watch a video or whatever it was, or you're doing a project. Every now and then we did projects, and that was it. That was just the place you can go to to relax and just get away talk, from everybody. That's why I go talk on my cell phone. Yeah, yeah, good cell service over there. Yeah, but I mean for for jobs, I mean, so you were scribe, so yeah. you had that kind of gig. I had the, I think I was secretary. It's like one of those ones where I can't remember uh, because like I didn't do anything. <laughs> Like so it was the, it was the best job ever. Like the secretary, you were responsible for troop meetings. You know, you sat there during the troop meeting. You would maybe make a few notes. Like if there was a topic that the right marker wanted to talk about, it would be kind of thing. But we spent more time griping and complaining and and whatever. Like it's just one of those things. And yeah, our troop that was like the ongoing theme. Like we were kind of clicky, and we had you know there was one group that was from New Brunswick, and it was like the New Brunswick guys. <laughs> All spoke Shiak. I don't know if you guys know Shiak at all, but it's like a, an official language out in New Brunswick. It's kind, it's of, kind a of a mixture of Franklish. Yeah, yeah, it's Franklish. Yeah. So they would speak Shiak. Even when we went out to like the bars, we go to Boston Pizza or whatever as a troop when we were all forced to go together. We we're like, oh God, we should do this troop thing. We should probably hang out. <laughs> We'd go out. Oh, it's nothing but Shiak. And we're like, what's, you know, what's Babino and what's Galant and, uh, you know, Elson and what are those guys talking about over there? And we're like, hmm. <laughs> I have no idea. They're just <laughs> hanging out at the far end of the table and 
you know they're just doing it's their the thing ESL group yeah it's like it, it's yeah. <laughs> oh man but they did it on purpose they they spoke perfect english but they were just like yeah. just a little bit of separation which is fine good yeah. on them uh but yeah so we would we would do that but like the secretary gig was was great an admin marker i think i did that for a little bit as well too um just helping out because i know there was a like eric's troop there was a bit of a switch where our right marker wasn't great at it wasn't very on point when it came to tactical and like doing the troop movements and like drill and he just he wasn't very good at that so we had a military guy uh kind of end up taking over and just like he's like that's it i've done this drill stuff before i'll take over and he did a great job he just like hammered it and we were right in step we were on time every everywhere we had to go really good but then when it came to troop decisions and everything then that was all it was all rod but yeah so but again i always thought the worst one had to be choir i don't even know if they still have choir they still have choir yeah. like who signs up for choir of choir would seem like a lot of fun all the guys with, all the guys in my troop with s last names all signed up for choir they called it s club like s club seven yeah <laughs> I had that and song. That, I had that, that song stuck in my head last week. Of the pit, because there was all the S last name guys. Yeah. We're all in the same part of the of the of the of the pits, and they called it S Club. And then the halfway party coordinator. It's, a, it's such a job that was completely <laughs> made up for nothing. You'd be like, hey, let's book out the the what the stand easy. That was yeah. it. Like, like oh, yeah, let's go book out the, the last 50, 60 years. It's like the stand. Last hundred years. <laughs> like, just go to the stand, right? Yeah, let's go to the stand. Oh, are you gonna get a band? No. <laughs> Can I play Wii. Are, sure. Did you? Did you? They play Wii at that? Yeah. They had an Xbox when I was there. No Wii though. Yeah, we had a Wii. Yeah, we just we. Did, I remember. Maybe it was, a PlayStation. Maybe it was me. I, we didn't do anything. Like it was a halfway party. Was, the it was like with the big buffalo head on the wall. No, no, it's only for cadets. Uh, was there a buffalo head on the wall there? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Buffalo head yeah, the place there. It was so dark in there. See, when it was you and I. <laughs> yeah, oh, dark. my stand easy was a different stand easy. Yeah, yeah so stand-easy. it was different. Yours and I's was was the same stand easy. His was the basement of B Block. So yeah. yours... oh, no, it wasn't the basement. It was upstairs. Oh, it was upstairs. Upstairs. Yeah. Oh. You'd scan in to get in. Do you remember which one it was? I hope it's B3 North. 2B South. Was it overlooking Parade Square? I believe it was. To S3B yeah. South. That's the far side that would go uh, parallel with the Parade Square. They would look out onto because they had the other one that would look out towards uh yeah because it had the, the swimming in the pool back. and pdt yeah and then they had us which would be three north we looked out towards the gatehouse all i remember and then is the inside of the, the well the, the the well yeah all i remember is that you could go there and you could get octotion 12 year old scotch for four dollars a finger now wow is that is that good most restaurants are going to charge you like 12 to 15 bucks for that oh wow <laughs> every but everything was every piece of hard bar they had there was four bucks everything was four dollars really and was beer still three bucks beer was three bucks i'm pretty sure i but went five times we went every friday that was our tradition we would go almost every friday unless we planned something special but we'd always go every friday and then we maybe we'd stay there all night maybe we'd leave and go somewhere else i know a lot of guys would get hotel rooms on the weekends and i did that a few times but it got expensive after a while so we didn't do it all the time but just to get out of town there was a hotel that offered the cadet rates yeah Yeah, it was right downtown it was the one right at the mall it was at the uh uh, the holiday inn was it the holiday inn we're at the wall center it's wall center right we had the ramada did it when you were there okay am am i right though is that mall called the wall center i think so man how quickly that came back i haven't been oh i went back to that place in like whatever six years ago now but wow like but yeah no it it, and that's actually the best way to move into the the weekend entertainment topic would be like what the hell did you do on the weekends it's regina like that was my thing is like okay well i'm not necessarily from like a big city but like that was bigger than where i was from because what's population of regina 
Uh, it's probably like 230. Yeah, so that's already like 100,000 people more than, than my hometown of St. Catharines. But I mean, like it, it going out, I just, I don't know. We Every now and then we got out. I did the Habanos thing. God, Habanos. I don't know. I went there once, thought I'd get stabbed. So I went back to El Dorado's and continued being a two-step in Redneck. It was great because I two-stepped and it worked well for me. I learned, had fun. It was good times. And, and was that just what you did? Like that it was just what we did. We, we'd go to El Dorado's or we'd go to like one of the pubs around town, like more for more of a sit-down night. But me, my pit partner, his girlfriend or fiance, now wife, um, and maybe a couple other guys that I hung out with always go to... Um, El Dorado is far, way over the other. It's a country bar, right? Country music. And I wonder if that was. The, I wonder if that is the pump. I can imagine there was like too, too many uh, country bars. It was right across the road from Habanos. Like you'd walk out the doors from. Did El it have a, Did it have a big ramp and then a bit of a, a patio at the no, front? No, it was of it? downstairs. Oh, it's totally different. You had to go downstairs, I think. It was on Dude Names. Looking here. Yeah, it was like right across the road from Habanos. That was so. the beautiful thing about Habanos, I think, is you just walk straight yeah. down Dude and you go all the way back to. Yeah, we do base. See, you know, yeah. Dudney, I know. Yeah, because it would have been the back two of the way. breweries yeah. that I went to were on Dudney. Yeah, there's a lot of breweries. It was Dudney. like Stackers or something like that, yeah. and then uh, Rebellion Brewing. Was that again good? Rebellion. Rebellion was awesome. Oh, yeah. the big shooter was Rebellion. Where when we were there? No, no, no. This I, is all like new. This is I the microbrewery. I don't remember yeah. any of the breweries yeah. when I was there, or that, or we didn't find them because we were too busy going to other places. But we went to um, oh, that place that we just talked about that I can never remember the name of. Brewster's. Brewster's. We went to Brewster's. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. There's another place. It was like two stories, and it was... Bushwhacker. Like an Irish... Oh, Bushwhacker. Oh, yeah, Bushwhacker. that's been there a long time. Bushwacker. Yeah, that's good. Like an Irish pub. We went yeah, there. That would, yeah. Went to a lot of movies. We went good, to movies Rebellion a lot. was way better for, yeah. for beer. Yeah. Anyway, more atmosphere at Bushwhacker. But yeah, Rebellion was re- actually legitimately good beer. Like, I honestly, if I ever see it in the store out here, I'll be buying it and like calling you guys because it's good. They oh. had a um, honey milk ale, honey cream ale or something like that when we were there. And it's like, wasn't overly sweet, wasn't overly creamy. It was like the nectar of the gods like you would just want to fucking pound gallons of it because it was so good it was so easy to drink and it's just like yeah hmm. solid okay yeah yeah and it's and that's the thing about the the weekend stuff like you you could go and enjoy that kind of thing like but i mean it, i don't know about your guys with your guys troops and that and, and i just i didn't i didn't feel the absolute need to go into town but it's one of those things where I wasn't really big on going out there and getting hammered. So I was like, the first time in 07, that was bad. I was single and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out and I'm going to enjoy myself in one of the weekends. And we went up going to Habanos and it was a very bad experience. And I was like, you know what? This is a bad idea. I'm never coming back here again. <laughs> when If I ever come back to this place, <laughs> I am not going out. I'm going to stay in and I'm going to graduate. I'm going to graduate. I'm going to get yeah. through this and this is what I'm going to do. And we just didn't do it. But I mean, the one biggest thing that we really enjoyed was just at nighttime, even like maybe once or twice a week, we would go to Trifons. And Trifons, for anybody that was unfamiliar with it, was used to be right across the street from the, where the new museum is. And we used to go to the bar, and it wasn't a bar, we used to go to the uh, the pizza joint. And you sit there and just whatever. And then all over all the walls used to be the troop shirts. They used to have all the graduating troop shirts for like whatever it was because troop shirts were still a thing back then. Are they still a thing now? Some troops did. Our troop couldn't get their stuff together and we never got a troop shirt. Wow. Really? I was actually going to wear mine tonight. Because I, I, I've got mine over in the, the other room. I got two of them. 
all the designs we came up with were voted down by certain members of the troop. And I came up with a really good one. I thought it was really good. Um, and it was told, oh, we can't do that because it says cowboys and that excludes the girls in the troop. And I was like, oh, the girls can be cowboys too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just said like the queen's cowboys and it was like cross sabers, kind of like more of a okay more of a kind of a, a ride kind of feel one what troop was your number 21 i was 20 yeah, okay. but we were gonna then we ended up talking talk about doing a blackjack one i was 22 yeah. so we did a troop poster instead Are you serious mm -hmm. so 20 21 22 interesting mm -hmm. but no we had the actually we had on that topic we actually had the uh the, the rabbit mm -hmm. i don't know if you guys were told did you guys were ever told you might have been told when you were there so it was a tradition and it was a challenge basically the rabbits only stayed on the grass you weren't allowed on the grass. Yeah. If you caught one of these giant fucking mutant rabbits, hairs. Oh, yeah. I know they're giant mutant rabbits. They're hairs. When I, dude, I'd never seen a, a rabbit in like the wild. It's not before. a rabbit. It's a hare. I know, but that's the thing. I'm, I'm trying to explain to you. I'd never seen a rabbit before in my life. But it's like, not a rabbit. I'd, it's a hare. I'd seen one in. I know, but I'd seen one in a pet shop before, and I'm like, oh, that's cute. You had never seen a hare in a pet shop. I know. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. Oh, okay. I saw the normal rabbits. Fun facts with hair. Fun facts with hair. In a pet shop, and I'm like, oh, it's a bunny. People have bunnies for pets. Here, I can't get them to stop eating my shit and like crapping all over my house. You know what I mean? But when I went out to depot, and then all of a sudden this thing like, the hair, its giant ears popped up, and it's sitting there in front of you. Like, Jesus, I've seen dogs that are smaller than that thing. Like, holy crap, look at that thing. And they would go, and then one of our big brother troops come Tastes over. Like yeah, and they said, hey, listen. You catch one of those, you put it in the sergeant major's office, you'll never have to do sergeant major's parade ever again. I did hear that rumor. Really? I did hear that rumor. So we're like, task accepted. And the guys, they there was like full on conversations over the mess dinners and stuff like that, how we're going to catch one of these goddamn things. But it always came down to how do we get it in the sergeant major's office? Yeah, those things are crazy. And it was Peaver at the time. So mm -hmm. like he was acting. This is when Jazz, first time was Jazz, second time Jazz went away and it was it was Peaver acting as sergeant major. We're like, you really want to mess with Bob Peaver? Probably not. Like I wouldn't want to mess with Bob Peaver. No. And so like. It's like it'd be totally a fake rumor. <laughs> oh yeah and, and that's and that's the thing and we we finally came to the realization where like after trying to track these stupid rabbits down these hairs down and chase after them we're like wait a second actually it's true if you ever got caught putting a rabbit in the sergeant major's office you wouldn't have to worry about sergeant major's no, you parade wouldn't. you wouldn't be there anymore <laughs> no. true story <laughs> so true story trying to figure that out but yeah no like we were getting back to it with the weekends i mean you know what hotels yeah, hotels were fun from what I hear. I never went, so I never spent a single night in a hotel there uh, other than Maris came to visit uh, once. I would say if you're if you're going or if you if you just got there, yeah, just get off base. Like whether it's go to hotel room, um if you're you know being from Saskatchewan, um go to Saskatoon for the weekend. A lot of people I know like I'm a, I'm from just outside Saskatoon, so I mean I'll vouch for it, but a lot the, of per, uh, the Paris of Paris the Prairies. So a lot of people go to Regina and be like, oh, this is it. Like, no, no. Go up to Saskatoon. Check it out. It's got a totally different vibe than Regina. Yeah. Totally different vibe than Regina. It's, 
We yeah. did that for the long weekend. Yeah, Toy we City. We rented a uh, truck and uh, drove up to Saskatoon, and yeah, it was like I was like, wow, there's trees. Yeah, know, like yeah, there's some trees and water. Uh, yeah, a little like path along the parkway there and stuff. It was actually kind of a nice town. It was like, yeah, you get out of the dust bowl and you're like, oh, hey, wow. <laughs> yeah, like it's, so. or uh, go to Moose Jaw. Go uh, go to the spa. There's a big oh, mineral there's spa. like tunnels. As well. I recently tunnels, learned yeah. something fun about Moose Jaw. Yeah. Fun facts with Eric. The police officers there don't have access to CPIC. Fun fact. What? It's true. No. Yeah, their dispatch has it. I just met a Moose Jaw member. No CPIC. Like in their MDTs, their cars. I don't think they, yeah, I think that's where they can't get it. They can't get it in the office and they can't get it in the car. I think their dispatch is around the CPIC for them. Hmm. Weird. But yeah, no, like get out, explore. I know people that have even driven to Winnipeg over the weekend if they felt so inclined. I'm not sure you want to go from Regina to Winnipeg, but there's good um, crepes. <laughs> All right, we're here. <laughs> it's like a back. seven or Let's eight hour back. drive. Yeah. yeah. I think it's seven Regina. I might as well go to Winnipeg. <laughs> Try my luck. But, uh, yeah, get out, explore the province. That's a problem. There's so many people either go to depot or they drive through Tran- to Saskatchewan on the Trans-Canada. And then, yes, it is flat and it's boring. There's nothing. It's just, there's not even a tree. I saw a pronghorn. You would see a lot of pronghorns. It's very what exciting it? for me. What An- is a pronghorn? Antelope. It's like a type of uh, goat, technically. Technically, it's a goat, but it looks like an antelope. So, yeah, they're like look like an antelope. They have like big bug eyes and they travel in herds of like hundreds and you don't see as much anymore but when i and they got weird weird horns when i police in the south you'd like have one yeah. that would cross the highway and you hit the binders and you'd look over and there'd be a herd of over a hundred like you think you're in the serengeti and they would cross the highway and really like, oh yeah god so much about saskatchewan i don't know about no way it, get the hell out of here they taste like shit so no one hunts them either <laughs> that's a problem no one, no one wants to kill them and they're hard to shoot too because they're really fast it's super fast and they like see you from a long way away god look at that demon looking animal yeah yeah, they got yeah, the weirdest. They're weird. ugly. They're technically a type of goat. Fun facts. Yeah, and they're dumb. not an antelope, and they're not scared of your car. Like they would just run in front of your PC, and that's it. And that's in Saskatchewan. There's wow, dude. There's more. Wow. There's more wildlife in Saskatchewan on the prairies than you would see in like northern BC. Uh, you got bison. No, actually, see, yeah. There's bisons. There's moose. There's elk. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we got, so we got, we got all those deer. The pelicans. Pelicans, pelicans? Like yeah, the pelicans. The pelicans. Just they that, love them prairies. That bog that they call a river that goes next to depot there that doesn't seem to flow in either direction. Yeah. Eating all the walleye and the yeah and the pelicans yeah. are hanging out there and I'm like, this is fucking pelicans. Like yeah. we're not in Florida. No, and it's like no. Apparently that's what they do. They make the trip from Florida to, to Saskatchewan. Yeah, because that's a good vacation. Yeah, like it's pel- like me going to Ontario. Pelicans are the original snowbirds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who'd have thunk, hey? I would, and again, like you said, get out and enjoy Saskatchewan. Burrowing there, owls. There is black-footed yeah. ferrets. Well, very few. Prairie chickens. Rattlesnakes. 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 Yeah. Partridges. Partridges. Caribou far enough north. Mm. Like near Flintlawn? That's Manitoba. Manitoba. Yeah, but it's on the border. Yeah. They'll cross the border, I'm sure. The Creighton? Uh, yeah, there's, there's maybe like about. 10. 10. Yeah, there's yeah. 10 of them. But, but yeah, no, if you go, there's, there's, there's 10. Yeah. <laughs> there's rare. Uh, a salt lake. There is a salt lake, yeah, and yeah. by Chaplin. And there's a, there's a bar there called Mike's Bar. Is there? That's it. Now I'm going to have to go to Saskatchewan. There's also a place called Uranium City. I've been there. Guess what they do? used to do at Uranium City? Meth. <laughs> a <laughs> lot of meth. Probably that now. So, uh, I think it's mainly uranium mine. It was, it was a uranium mine. My grandpa worked there back and in the 50s. <laughs> they barged in and built an entire 
village there, an entire town, and then the mine closed down overnight, and people just packed up and left. Oof. Houses. So you it's go, like right now. If you go to yeah, if you go to UCD now, it is just all these houses. It's like a, it's like a time capsule from from the '60s that are still like there's cars and driveways because you can't get, get out of there. You have to barge everything in, and it's just cars and driveways, furniture and houses, and people just left. That's exactly Grenau. Interesting. <laughs> wow. See, and now I, this is like going to be one of those. I'm going to have to do a trip to Saskatchewan. I'm going to have to go drive around this thing and rent a car and just go see the province. Uh, but like the province, is, it's not like I'm, you might as well go to Scotland and drive around Scotland for, you know what I mean? Like you're doing this ridiculous drive all the way up. If you fly into Saskatchewan, you can see the whole thing simultaneously. Yeah. Right away. If you stand, like, on, oh, there's if North you stand on a ton of hill, you can see the back of your head, actually. <laughs> My favorite, that's my favorite. That's your favorite joke. Joke. <laughs> I remember when I worked for conservation uh, out in Manitoba, they was up in one of the uh, one of their planes doing surveillance for um, planes violating the no vehicle airspace slat over one of the lake areas. Anyways, we're flying back. Pilot goes, "Oh, if you look that way, you see Winnipeg, and you look out, like, oh yeah, there's buildings from Winnipeg over there, and if you look way over there, you can see Regina, huh? Yeah, not wrong. <laughs> it's like it it just it's just like a, a couple bumps, right? But yeah. you're yeah. like." Hmm. It really is that flat. It is that it's flat. that flat. Oh, and if you look awesome. behind you, you can see Kenora. It's behind that lump. It's like the dry. It's, it's like the drive to Regina it's flat, Beach. Flat, 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 yeah. lumpy. But they got like crazy curves. Remember those crazy curves out there in Regina Beach when you go for your gravel road drive? Mm-hmm. They still do gravel road they drives. They do by Craven. You go through Craven. 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 Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I remember the big super inverted uh, turns. And I'm like, what? What the hell is this place? <laughs> like these? So, wait, pretty sure they built those just for us. Well, they actually call them super grids because Skashin had at one point the most kilometers of road. I think in Canada, two hundred twenty thousand kilometers of road. Wow. Because it's largely agricultural, and then you had shoreline railroads that connected all those towns together. Torpedo railroads. So then these trucks had to now haul the grain on the highways instead of on the train tracks and they destroyed the highways so they <laughs> tore up all the highways and they turned into super grids so you have these really well-maintained gravel roads that are called super grids and that can handle really heavy weights and all year round they maintain them quite well so yeah i i feel safer driving around driving down a super grid compared to like driving down an actual paved road in Saskatchewan that'd be just that's destroyed anyway. yeah, yeah yeah i i just i i was blown away when i went through that place and the sideway lights just absolutely threw me for a loop that's a regina thing is that Regina? It's only yeah. Regina? So in Saskatoon, they hang Regina. Okay, yeah. but Regina, it's Yeah, all... Regina's weird. Yeah. It, uh, like, there's two different cities. And like, you've been to Saskatoon. They're, like, the culture, the vibe, the people. Like, if you're from Saskatoon, you probably know more people from Saskatoon, Saskatoon area. I know nobody from Regina. <laughs> like, it's just like... You just don't associate with those people. Yeah. It, it, it's like in Davidson, there's like a wall. It's either you're like, you're from Regina in area or you're from Saskatoon in area. Like Regina was alien to like almost every... Well, no, it was alien in difference to every other city I've visited across the world. Regina had no similarities to anywhere else that I'd ever been. It is truly its own unique little... Yeah. Microcosm. universe, right? Yeah. Like it was... God, even when we went to the Rough Riders game, it was like, you got a... The mascot comes out at one point and everybody gets up and Gainer. does a little workout. And it was like, what the... Is this? This is some like ultra like socialist sort of thing going on. <laughs> like it was ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, this, this is yeah. awesome. These people are just so blue collar. It's like, it's kind of neat. But then it's like, oh God, 
what if I have a different opinion about something? Mm. Then you're dead. <laughs> hey, and I'm you just like, never leave. They force, you yeah. into, they force you into internment as a job. You're like, guess yeah. what? You're going to be cutting hair at depot now. Yeah. <laughs> That's your punishment. <laughs> yeah, you're like, uh, Sally, are you okay here? Just wink at me if you're being held prisoner. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you're like, I sweep the floors in APS. <laughs> I'm really from Toronto. I just want to go home. I want to go home. <laughs> All right, so we talked about a bunch of stuff today. We talked about introductions to your true mates, our pit partners, our lovely pit partners. Pit partners. Pit partners. We talked about the jobs, the best ones, the ones that suck, the ones that were pretty good, uh, the ones I would never want to have, such as the right mark position. Uh, first month, we talked a little bit, very vaguely there. Uh, we went over the weekends, what was fun, what we did, what we kind of went through. Uh, there's more to come. There's more episodes to come. we got a couple more about Depot we want to cover off. Uh, this is something that people like. They like to hear about this stuff. They want to hear more about it. I can't uh, tell you how many times, probably in the two to three dozen times, I got messages last week and the week before when we actually put this podcast out and they said the same thing. They're like, we want more of the depot stuff and we cannot wait for episode two and episode three or part one, part two, part three. Uh, so, you know what, we'll do a little bit more of that. But the thing that I'm really excited about and to be able to get back into, I'm really, really stoked about getting into the cop car challenge. This is going to be really good. Round two is coming up where when I get back from vacation here, I'm taking pretty much all of July off uh, going out east and we're going to get back and we're going to go on a full rampage unreasonable ground style we're going to get through the second round of the cop car challenge and i think that it is going to be extra unreasonable i think that we we are going to come up with some ridiculous uh, criteria for what this is going to be uh, so much so that i think we might actually have to have a bit of a drinking party uh, where we can sit down and just bullshit about what uh what it's going to be and i'll even we'll have it here we'll have it wherever and i'll, I'll actually yeah i'll actually end up sl- you know danger sleeping over at one of your guys places on a couch somewhere whatever we're going to do because i can't be held responsible for my actions after i have more than three beer <laughs> criminally speaking as well should have come on saturday <laughs> oh dude where was the invite uh but yeah we're gonna get lots of stuff coming out and there's more episodes to come more stuff coming uh we're just excited to be able to do it again uh, there's been a lot of questions about the podcast as of late and what it actually is you know there's a lot of people out there doing podcasts uh some very good ones uh, some very good uh episodes that are being put out more on serious topics when it comes to law enforcement that's just not what we do here this is all about keeping things light you know there's lots of materials out there we can point you in the right direction if you're looking for a pretty serious podcast with regards to mental health awareness to with regards to tactical uh, leadership whatever it might be but our podcast is about the fun side this is about the the lighter side the stuff that we get to have fun we can laugh about uh, because that's i feel and i'm not sure if you guys agree what we're missing these days is that people take things way too seriously uh, even within our profession and as well as the rest of the first responder professions, people take things way too seriously. And it's about damn time that we take a step back. We can chuckle at ourselves. We can laugh at things and we can actually start to enjoy the profession again and they have to have some fun with it so this is a first step this is what we're going to be doing uh so for everybody listening um, i'm going to put it out to everybody else as i always do at the very end of the episode um eric final words it's a good thing he can edit this his mustache is growing as we speak <laughs> no it's <Weird>. not glacial <laughs> <laughs> pierogi night depot it's a good night damn it now you bring up something i've never heard of in the closing remarks leave it 
okay, we're going to talk about it another time. I would love when they would serve um, at that bowl, uh, banana bread, like it was a snack or whatever. And the next day for breakfast was banana bread, banana bread, French toast. Mm. We didn't have that either. Repurposing food. So that, yes. might, that might have only been when I, because I would go down lots for training. And so they would have it then, maybe, yeah, like in the new mess. But I'll, so I, like one day, be like, oh, yeah, banana bread. We're all morning for breakfast. And sure enough, banana bread, French toast. And if you've never had banana bread, French toast, my God, amazing. It's so dense. Yeah. Anyway, final thoughts. His stomach ruined your final yeah, thoughts. Yeah, that was loud. Sorry. <laughs> What is wrong with your stomach? I'm deaf and I heard well, that. Well, he just drank a whole black coffee. That's probably why. And then That's true. What are his Tim he, balls? He's also missing things in there, too. Oh, yeah, right. You got more space. You got more space. You had your appendix taken out. Oh, yeah, my appendix taken out. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, space. so you're, you're missing. No, you didn't. Dude, you didn't have that taken out. You just took a nice couple of weeks off. You <laughs> yeah. took a month off work. He's like, swear to God, he's. I'm really going to play this. They're I go really to visit this guy. Yeah. I go visit this guy in the hospital. He's just like laid back in the dark room. Like, you son of a bitch. I know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's like, I didn't want to work the last night shift. He's just like, still wearing half my uniform. Like, uh. How you feeling, Eric? Oh, it hurts so bad. Do you want some pain meds? No. <laughs> Mikey. I was in the hotel with the Hamilton Ticats. When you were there? Yeah. In Regina? Yeah. So I'm from Victoria. So when I decided to go and visit Regina, I looked online for a hotel. And the first thing that popped up was the Delta. And I'm all like, well, oh, that's a pretty inexpensive hotel because I'm from Victoria. I'll book <laughs> you're that. Like, you're like $400 a night is my usual. Yeah. Nice place. Like, Swanky. Cool. This is awesome. And I signed up for some Marriott Rewards thing and got some like bonuses and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, any special things? And I'm like... Well, I'm coming in on a late flight after work, so I want some cold beer in my fridge when I get there. And there wasn't. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> so I was pissed. Mm-hmm. And I phoned that what turned out to be the GM. And I was like, dude, you, this is all I wanted. And they're like, oh, well, the bar is still open. I'm like, oh, perfect. I'm going down. And it's like they paid for my first round. They sent up a six-pack like, and gave me extra rewards points and stuff to make it all right. Like the GM actually like phoned me back. And he's like, oh, uh, this is what I'm doing for you, and uh, you know this. And we want you Are to be you drunk happy yet? <laughs> and like come back to the Delta and like, yeah, like really. And I'm all like, oh yeah, hey, cool, thanks. Like honestly, just <laughs> buying me the single beer at the bar was like had me satisfied. But he like went the extra mile, and then it's like perfect, great. And then I get in the can elevator, and like three dudes that probably weigh 1,200 pounds on the the three of them get in with me and i'm all like are you here for the game like super low you know like and it's like these guys are not canadian and i'm like oh these are football players (laughs) it's another prison (laughs) do do i make some joke about how they weren't good enough to be in the nfl (laughs) and now they're in the children's football league No. Uh, No, but I might go. It all depends on how things go. I don't have a lot of free time. And they're like, oh, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Yeah, you know, thanks for coming out to support the team. I'm like, I I just said no. I just said (laughs) I don't know who you are. So it turns out the shirt I was wearing was the same color as their jersey, and I just didn't know that because I didn't follow the CFL at all. Black and yellow? (laughs) Yeah. We ended up getting tickets to the game. Because one of the uh, Hamilton players was macking on the bartender. And, uh, yeah, we were having 
Appies and she's and like, here's they, tickets. And it was like, they're like, oh, are you guys going to the game? It's like, there's nobody else in the bar. This is like Regina, the hotel occupancy is at like 7% plus the team. So it's like, <laughs> and the team's all at the game. So it's like just me and it's all at uh, no. And they're like, oh, one of the guys gave me tickets. And it's like, here, you can have them. We don't want to go. And I'm like, cool, free tickets. Never been to a CFL game before. Let's go. Yeah, it was like three rows up from the Hamilton Bleachers on like the 30-yard line. And Pretty was, good tickets. They were amazing. And it's like, you could tell the players were like looking up where we're sitting like over time. And it's like, they're looking for the, the waitress. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, really? and I'm That's sitting funny. right there and I'm just like wearing my Rough Rider shirt that I just bought from the uh, swag store. I'm like, I got to wear green or else I'm going to get lynched. So oh, it's sure. like... You're like, yeah. I'll have to run to the Tim Hortons over at the St. Pat's Arena. Yeah, and I'm like, I got to be careful. I don't want to see them in the uh, elevator again. So it may not go so smooth. <laughs> that was the new stadium, too? Yeah. The yeah. Mosaic Stadium. Yeah, it's nice. Mosaic Stadium. Yeah. I gotta, it was I awesome. Go they were building that when I was there still. Yeah. yeah if, you, I, if you go back, go to a game. It was getting... Yeah. Saying that I was at one of the Socialist old... workout and everything. It was... <laughs> It was a different world, man. All right. So now that you guys got through episode 27, here's what I'd like you to do. Like, oh, that was every- my last word, by the way. Oh, I yeah, got it. No. <laughs> the words, paragraphs. <laughs> I love those stories. Here's the deal. You made it through episode 27. That's fantastic. We're excited to have everybody here following us and subscribing. Uh, drop us a review if you want on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, wherever you get your podcasts every day. Drop us a review. Let us know what's going on. Let us know uh, what you liked about the podcast, what you don't like about it, what you'd like to see more of. It allows us to see in all the platforms what you're liking, what you're not liking, and what we can do better here in the future to be able to give you what you want, the material that you're looking for. Uh, please do that. Check out the website, www www.theunreasonablegroundspodcast.com and uh, hit subscribe, send it to somebody. That's how the word gets out. And that's how we get a little bit more content to be putting out in the future episodes. Uh, everybody be safe out there. And I promise somebody I would say this. Always keep your hands in your pockets and turn yourself in on your 40s. See ya.